to Galhalla Podcast, your source for lady and lady-centric discourse. Today is our fandom episode with none other than Carol. Carol, say hi. Hi. Now, Carol is our as has been a member of Fem Slash Fandom for like a billion years. She is constant. She's like one of those like fossils. Who's like always telling me about like anime fandom? Why? Thank you. <laughs> no problem. That's too nice introduction. I'm dragging you. I'm dragging you. Max got the lovely introduction, and now you're yeah. getting the dragging. Whatever. Right now, I can tell you. Cal is a wonderful member of the fan session. <laughs> she, I met her in the person of interest fandom, and since then we've pretty much migrated fandoms together. Yep. yep. Right. Like, um, and all, all two of them. Right. <laughs> The 100, Supergirl. I mean, you were an Agent Carter fandom when I was an Agent Carter fandom. But, like, yeah. really, like, really minor. Yeah. yeah I didn't ever rewrote for that. But now that they've thrown out all the female characters, it's not like we have to worry anymore. <laughs> um, so, before we start on the main section of our episode in which we talk about Supergirl... In all her permeations, so we're talking about the movie, the 1984 movie, for those of you who have missed that gem, um, the 2015 TV show, and the comics, both the, I mean, you've, you read the New 52, right? I started them. You, yeah. The New 52 <laughs> aren't as good. And then we've both read the 2005, I think is the yep, one that yep. we have. Yeah. And then... Um, I've downloaded the ones that are based on the TV show, but I haven't seen, I haven't read those. Yeah. So we're so we're going into this pretty much unprepared. <laughs> this is hey, going to go great. Okay. <laughs> One second. <laughs> so um, before we start week or the last two weeks in fandom, we 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 discussed yeah. this before starting recording this podcast. Other than the fact that there was a new Batman versus Superman trailer in which Wonder Woman spoke. Yep, and the hundred is still. Trashy. Pretty gay. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> yep. trashy. Pretty gay. trashy, pretty gay. Um, and then, like, nothing else happened. Person of uh, interest, still no news. Um, at least nothing we know of. Yeah, right. We, we <laughs> haven't been told of any news. <laughs> um, mm. Let's see. No, really nothing. I got nothing. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Did you hear the Meryl Streep talking about race thing when she said, we're all Africans, uh, really? <laughs> Meryl as well? Right? Seriously? I know. I'm sorry. I saw that and I was really sad. It's like all the white actors. I, except for Emma actors. Thompson. Emma Thompson suggested we kill everyone. That, oh, that thank is God. not a joke. I'm still allowed to love Emma Thompson. Right? I was like, like Helen Mirren. Right? Ugh. It was like, I was so disappointed when Meryl said yep. that. Yep. She was like, we're all Africans, really. And I was like... No. And Michael Caine went ahead and said yeah. stupid oh, stuff as well. White people. Uh. <laughs> um, so that's really it. Well, thank God that's it, since the news yep, we have yep. is pretty bad anyway. <laughs> Wonder Woman spoke this is the only good thing. So, okay, on to our main uh, event. Our sure. talking about Supergirl. So, Carol got her questions beforehand, <laughs> so she's really lucky. <laughs> so, we're going to start talking about the 2015 series, because I think that's a nice sort of starting point, mainly because that's also the point that most people will know. So, I love Supergirl. Like, it's my problematic fave. I actually saw the panel at New York Comic Con, 
And um, let's just clarify, the executive producer is like a fucking mess. But anyway, she's she means well. Um, so I found... What, what were you going to say? I didn't know you went to the panel. Oh, yeah. No, I went oh to the gosh. panel. I saw the pilot there. It was really good. But I'm so jealous. It's, it was like really... Well, the where, where thing, the Were the actress? No, only McHad Brooks okay. and the guy who plays Wynn were there. So oh. it was like... Right? L- lucky you. <laughs> As the executive producer. And the executive producer was literally like one of those like really... Like she reminded me of Claire Underwood from House of Cards. Uh-huh. You know? But like she kept on being like... My show is really feminist. And I was like, oh no. And Here I have McHard Brooks. Right. And <laughs> like, Jordan. It was just awkward because she kept going on about how feminist the show was while she was just there with like two dudes. And also, like, her big thing was like, we have 50% female writers. Like, feminism. Am I right? Go and, you. Right? And I was like, But to be fair, I am really proud of how well the show is doing with its female directors. Like That's true. It's really pushing that. Like, yeah. the show may not be quote-unquote feminist. Because that's actually, like, one of my big things. Is that, like... that's I think so many people on the internet, especially, like, I have in, like, my friend group, my real-life friend group, I have a lot of people who are, like, Marvel people. And they keep on being so mean about Supergirl. And I, like... And it drives What me have you got to show? Right? Or were they <laughs> like, in a Marvel fandom? Like, I mean, besides yeah. Agent yeah. Carter. But... And Jessica Jones. Like, those are your yeah. two okay yeah. ones. But, like, they're like, oh, yeah, Daredevil's really good. But, like, Supergirl just isn't that great. And I just, it drives me insane. Because I'm like, I love Supergirl. Like, I it's it. so problematic. And all it's, it's cheesy. Right? Was. I was going to say. But, like, so I feel like there's so much shit online about it. And mm. I get really mad about that. Because I want to protect it. It's like a little fluffy bubble. Just a general notion that you have to put, you know, Jessica Jones opposed to Supergirl. Well, even though, you know, um, what's the actress called? Uh, Jessica Jones. Kristen Ritter. Yeah, she's... A, yeah, right. She herself, she, she said she's a fan of Melissa Benoist. I know. Ugh. But it's, it's more than just that. Because the Mary Sue actually has a really interesting article about that where it's like, we need both. But it's I what I find super annoying is the super high standard Supergirl yep. and like is like held to. Like, there is so much trash white guy TV out there. Like, hello. Like, no one sits around and complains about Teen Wolf. And the same, with the same yep. rhetoric that people complain about Supergirl, it like really, really makes me uncomfortable. Because I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I get it. But also, like, this show isn't for you. That's okay. That's an okay opinion to have. It's just, like you said, the standard is a completely right. different one. It's just not fair. Yeah. And it's more like what I, what I find super annoying is that people need to, like, let me know a lot that they mm-hmm. don't like Supergirl. They're like, yeah, I don't like it. And I'm like, why hey, do I just, care? Just check, checking in to right? tell you <laughs> right? your show sucks. <laughs> right? I'm like, and I don't like Daredevil. Good talk. Like... <laughs> Julie noted. Right. Thanks. Moving on. So I gave you the intense challenge of trying to f- sum up Supergirl in five words or less. Actually, I think my response was pretty pretty clever. Yeah, it's pretty clever. So I came up with Cat, Kara, <laughs> Alex, Astra, and Lucy. <laughs> that is actually so good. I know, right? That's all, oh, man. Yep. Yeah, yep. no. That, okay. See, I feel like you already like covered like, mm-hmm. most of the show. We're just going to talk about how great the women are. Yep. Yeah, so I think that's, like, actually one of my big things about the show is that, like... How they kick as ladies. Right, yeah. But, like, also, what are the five men in the writer's room, or the, the 50% men in the writer's room doing? Because all the men are, like, terrible characters. Like, they're yep. just boring. Like, I hate Jimmy. Like, 
I, get I don't why. hate. I don't hate Jimmy. I just think he's he's so boring. Well, I don't know. It's just there. Like I just I hate. I think I really really hate it when characters are like in a relationship with one girl while they like yeah. another girl. So I think that just I just it drives me insane because I'm like shut up. Yeah. And also, like, Lucy deserves so much better than him. I know. Like, I just really want, like, static... To, like, if, if they can't make Lucy, like, gay, which is what they have to do, like, legally... Obviously. ...according to the 1984 movie... <laughs> oh, my God. On, <laughs> we're just going by the canon here. <laughs> no, but, like, for people who haven't seen the 1984 movie, Lucy literally gets introduced She's as a, a baby lesbian player and a baby lesbian. Like, she... <laughs> Like, it comes looking for a ball because she, like, shot it out of the, the pitch. I don't play baseball, so I have no idea. And then throughout the movie, you see her playing hockey. Uh, you see her, like, what, like... That other lesbian sport. Right, yeah. What's it called? <laughs> They're just, like, it's, like, super gay. Yeah. <laughs> she has, like, short hair and it's, like, cute. So, anyway... Yeah, I feel like that's that's the best summary you could have given. Like, my summary was something like, it's like a fluffy, like, pink bubble. But, like, not like bubblegum pink, but more just sort of like, it's just... Yeah, that, that's perfect. not five words. No, well, whatever. Okay, <laughs> Yep, mine's better. Yep, okay, fine. fine. You I win. win. <laughs> so I've been, like, I read so many reviews of um, Supergirl, and it's just, they're... So many people are so mean about it, but there are also some interesting ones. Like the AV Club had a review in which they sort of talked about how, um, like, Supergirl's number one strength um, as a show is its exploration of heroism that just happens to feature a female protagonist. Mm -hmm. But I think that that, like, I feel like, so the, the reviewer is Carolyn Seed, and I don't think she, like, makes enough of a point out of that. Because I think that the... The show is so nuanced when it talks... Like, that's the one thing I think the show is, like, very good about. What are you going to say? It's actually, you know, all the, all the jabs and white male privilege. Yes. Like, that's basically, so all, the, all the lines they give right. to get, I'm like, I'm so here for it. But, like, it's so true because they do really... They Not only do they have that whole episode with, what's his name? Reactron. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, Supergirl has to win against someone that Superman lost yeah. against. But also this idea that she has to win on her own and on what sort of, sort of how she does it and how the media perceives her. I think you could definitely make it like more nuanced. It's not the, perfect. The reaction episode was the one where we get to see Angry Kara for the first time, right? No, no, no. Oh, well, perhaps. The Red Tornado is when she gets oh, angry. Oh, right. That's, That's the, the AI. The reaction is when Superman has to save her. It was just oh, like right. episode yeah, yeah, three yeah, or something. But I, I love that episode because I also loved how angry she was at Jimmy. Like, yeah. That's such a good scene where he has, like, called Superman and she says, you need to trust me. And I just, I love that. Mm -hmm. So I think that the, for me, the show's number one strength is most definitely how it sort of understands heroism. What do you think its number one strength is? Well, first of all, you actually mentioned, you know, all this sort of, it feels, feels like a sort of bubble, like, of yeah. cheesiness, <laughs> which I love. And this is, like, the first layer and then... You know, after a couple of episodes, it just hits you over the head yes. with feels. It's so true. It does. It like, oh man, this one review, this was a terrible review that I read that made me super mad that was like comparing Supergirl to The Flash, kept on describing Supergirl as a romantic dramedy. And I was like, no, that's no, not fair. Right? 
Well, firstly, because in a romantic comedy, your two main leads are like like character A and character B who are going to fall in love together. Whereas in Supergirl, if you were going to argue that there are two main leads, then it would be Kara and Alex. You have like, <laughs> you like it's like most Supergirl is like five characters falling in love with Kara. Right? Yeah, like it's like the plot is like Kara smiles, people yeah. trip over themselves. Yeah. Which, honestly, like, I've, I've been, like, thinking about this more and more, and I'm like, if Melissa Benoist, like, asked me to, like, murder someone, I would okay. trip over myself and do it for her. Like, she's like a literal yep. ray of sunshine. Like, oh, man. Sorry, Amy Eichro. Right? <laughs> Sorry! <laughs> God, I can't believe it. Got I some competition there. Right, exactly. Like, oh, my God, imagine the two of them in, like, trying to, like, out-charm each other. Oh, my God. It, it's like the gay fantasy. <laughs> Just put them in a pile of puppies. And, um... God. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm doing. Like, everyone support me in my rise to fame so that I can become the talk show host who puts two ladies in a pool of puppies. I support this decision. <laughs> I'll start we should just take someone skilled with Photoshop should just take the one puppy video with Minister yeah. Van Noist and, and just add Amy Acker. Amy Acker, yeah. Anna Lou, are you listening to this? <laughs> Um, okay, but now, so other than the, like, floppiness, what else do you think is super important? Or, like, it's strength. Like, I know that in our in our notes I have written what makes Supergirl super. <laughs> um, okay, so I've never been a, bit, a big fan of Superman, so mm-hmm. most of my knowledge is via Supergirl. Uh-huh. But I think, you know, one of the differences is that Clark didn't grow up on, on Krypton. Yeah. Whereas Kara did. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that... Adds a whole natural depth to her character. I totally agree. Yeah. And like, I really like all this... how they explore that. Exactly. Like, there's all this hidden anger. Right. And I'm, I'm a huge fan of angry Kara. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I don't know why, but, like, it's the same with, like, Shaw eating. Like, yeah. I just got, like, really into it. It's the same. I love Kara eating. And too. I'm always so impressed by Melissa's acting ability oh in, in those God. scenes. The latest episode where she comes out of oh that gosh, yeah. coma and she's just so angry. I felt that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just, she was really feeling it. Just right. Oh. The expression in her in her eyes and, and everything. I was like, whoa. So good. Okay, so now we kind of know what's super good. But what makes... So, the show we get. But what makes Kara so awesome? Like, I just, I, I've been, like, trying to think about this. And I think that what they have managed to do in her character is have a whimsical character. Like, she's <laughs> sweet. She's kind. She's sort she's of clumsy. And, yeah. yeah. But they made a whimsical character, but three-dimensional. So, she has all this hidden anger. She does. Yeah, she's, she does push There's a lot of depth through her character. Yeah. I, and I and I'm always sitting there and I'm like, who like who is responsible for that? Because I feel like if Supergirl was played by a worse actress, yeah. then they could definitely lose that depth because that depth is a lot less in the writing and a lot more in how Melissa Benoist moves. How she portrays it, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just I feel like she has like a really good. I feel like she she feels like the pain of losing her planet. She yeah. Probably feels it more profoundly than than Superman. Yeah. And well, I think yeah, I think because and that's why. Oh my god, I know you've never seen Man of Steel, and uh, don't I worry. did watch you, Man oh, of Steel. Oh my god, you've seen Man of Steel. Just you know so I'm able to right? bitch about it afterwards. Yes. Oh my god, I've never even finished Man of Steel. Like my friends and I stopped so watching bad. that movie. But like you have that like half an hour intro of like Krypton dying and class. That's like 
Why? Clark doesn't And care. people say Supergood is cheesy. Right? I mean, have, have you yeah, seen right? Man of Steel? Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh. <laughs> I also really hate Man of Steel because they took away the identity porn. Like... Like, they were the first... So, identity porn, look it up on FanLore if you think I'm talking about actual porn. It just means, like, setting up the, like, love triangle between Superman, Clark Kent, and Lois Lane, which was done for the first time ever in, like, the Superman mm-hmm. things. And I understand that it's, like, overdone now with all the, like, Lois Lane, Superman things, but it's also so fun when it's done correctly. Mm-hmm. Like, you can do it badly. And, I mean, all the Superman films from the 80s did it badly. Like, there's, like, brainwashing and stuff that happens. But I don't I'm know. I'm take your word for it because I, I have to admit <laughs> I, I haven't seen them. I haven't seen them either. I just know about. There's a Supergirl podcast um, that like just reviews every episode, and one of the um, presenters in it, Rebecca Johnson, is a massive, massive Superman fan. Mm-hmm. So I've been like listening and hearing her opinions on like the '80s Superman movies, and I'm like, I'm so glad I'm not a Superman fan. <laughs> I just remembered. Isn't isn't Russell Crowe in in Man of Steel? Is he? Is he the villain? No, isn't. I don't remember. I just remember watching it and being like, I can't take Russell Crowe seriously in anything I mean, ever. I mean, honestly, who can who can take him seriously? Let's see. We can IMDb this. Uh, I don't. No. Know. Yeah, he is. He's uh, the father in Man of right. Steel. There we go. So that oh, just adds to the yeah, cheesiness right. of so the whole Crimson God experience. Oh, it's so bad. Okay, so we have we have Supergirl, and then I know. So, Kara's a, um, hey. You can call me Kara. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's just too much right now. Too many K names, because I was about to say cat, too. Callisto. So, Carol is a great fan of Callista Flockhart. Yeah. And there so, was... there's no surprise that you love cat. Yep. Talk Ever since me. I was a tiny gay. <laughs> watching Anime Feel. I love that. Oh my god, that's such a good story about you. So, tell me about your love for cat. Cat ground. Where do I start? <laughs> Please. Did you write? Did you write a sonnet for her? Like in Supergirl last night, the movie. <laughs> Literally, one of the characters gets hit with a love spell, so he starts speaking in like rhyming couplets. It's so great. It's I think beautiful. we're even subtle about it. But anyway, I want. Should I compare the? Right. I need. I need your rhyming couplets on cat ground. <laughs> uh, where do I start? I'll start with my favorite thing about her, which is that in the first episode, she walks in and then she takes off her high heels. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that was just, that was so good. I know, like, the... Entire gift sets have been dedicated to Callista right. Flockhart's feet as cat ground. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds weird, and that's not what I was talking about. But I meant more that, like, I think Callista also occupies the role of cat ground with such, with such like, ease, you yeah. know? Do you know that she actually asked the writers to make her more mean? Oh my and God. she was originally intended. Yes. That is that is very Calista yeah. Lockhart. Yeah. I'd say that's on brand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what are your favorite parts about... What are, what are your favorite elements of the cat character? Because, I mean, the very fact that she exists is awesome. Yeah, I also... I think I really fell in love with her in the library episode. Oh my God, that's such a good episode. When she was acting all protective over, right. over Kara and... Like, what are you going to do, Kat? Right. Throw M&M's at the life? <laughs> you go. Just be mean to her and, like, hope that yeah. she gets sad and stops zapping you? No, yeah, that is so good. You know, I was thinking about this. I think the reason I love this show is because it gives you so many different relationships between women. 
And in the sense that you have cat being mean to Kara, like that's a thing that happens. But she's just trying to push her. To, exactly. But to it's, it's like be it's, better. Yeah, it's not like it's not like a it's not the like bitchy meanness that you so often get on yeah. like TV shows with two women, or like it's more complex than that. It's like a meanness that comes out of knowing what is required of you and all that stuff. And like yeah, she's just. just I think she sees something in Kara, and she has high expectations and exactly. trying to push her to be, to be better. It's just like you know, she obviously you know started yeah. from the Scratch. bottom as well. Yeah. And no, I think I was just thinking about sort of the episode where Kara's angry. So five or seven, I don't know. Oh yeah, the where one they, where they get drunk. Right, exactly. <laughs> More like Cat gets drunk. I was gonna say like Kara, like I'm still on my first one. Yeah. Cat's like I ordered. I feel like Cat is sort of Kara's guide. Yeah, to, her, think, her mentor. And that's so cool that you have. I mean, that's what I think is so interesting is that Kara has three different guides. Essentially, mm-hmm. she has Cat. She has she had Astra slash Allura. We don't talk yeah, about no. it. <laughs> this is a comic book show. If they don't give me a comic book death, I'm gonna be so mad. Um, but also, like, and then she has Alex. So mm-hmm. she has this sort of like variety, yeah. and I love that. Um, talking and it's about, all women. Yeah, right. Talking about... And she uh, has Space Dead. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, super important. Space Dead John Jones. Yeah. Space Dead Hank. Looking out for his two favorite space oh. daughters. I love that dynamic. I know. Oh my God, he's so good. Always acting overprotective. Oh, he's just he's just like a good person. Yeah. He's, he's pretty much the only male character... That's, like, good. I can accept right? on this show. Thank yeah. you, 50% male writers. <laughs> so, um, talking about Alex. My yeah, tell, tell me about your thoughts <laughs> Wait, and feelings. Actually, no, before we talk about Alex, before we talk about Alex, I have to ask you about Supercat, which right. you ship, and I don't. I mean, I, I, it's not that I don't ship it. It's just my, not my OTP for the series. So, you got We're going to talk about your right? OTP in a second. <laughs> what? Then my well, first of all, Callista. I mean, anyone who's ever watched any McBeal knows that Callista is obviously very Shit-able. practiced in kissing all the ladies. Important, yeah. So, I haven't you know, actually seen that. Assuming episodes. that she had to go through the entire female cast before ending up with Kara, I wouldn't be opposed to that. Yeah, well, of course. You haven't seen. I need to. Sh- I need to show you these episodes. Yeah, like she, I was she gets to, say, to make out with Lucy Liu. I, I, you seen, you showed me screen caps. You just haven't shown me the episode. Well, we're gonna include the episodes in the episode guide. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a whole series. Cavill watches Callista Flockhart. <laughs> <laughs> so. I don't know. I, th- I just think it's it's one of the most interesting interesting dynamics on the show, and I feel like they get all the. Trophy romantic scenes. It's all so the true. Romantic balcony scenes and my guardian angel. I mean, <laughs> come on. It I is... need you now more than I ever have. And they already broke up twice. I know. I know. That's that's the interesting thing. Like, I think what I love about it is just the like how. I mean, I know we were talking about slow burn last night, but it's kind mm-hmm. of like slow burn in the sense that Cat Cat doesn't want to acknowledge how much she likes Kara. Yeah. And I love that. Like, I just love that dynamic. It's And also, I mean, if I get that people are, like, amb- ambivalent about the age difference and all, but then I'm like, 
I know. Whatever. I know you're there. I don't, I don't get you, but it's okay. You exist. I acknowledge your existence. <laughs> but also, like, if Cat was a male character... Oh my god. It wouldn't even be up for discussion. It's so true. And, yeah. It's that whole, have you seen that one graph that's, like, the ages of... George Clooney's love interests yep. through the years and then like his graph yep. basically goes down <laughs> whereas he ages the women like de-age yep. and I mean Callista did age pretty well <laughs> if just, you just may say so yourself <laughs> no but she but even did. if she <sighs> I mean it, I think I think it's pure and not at all full of sin <laughs> but I think what I think is so funny is that like right after the Carol like thing happening like where tumblr mm-hmm. like fell in love with carol carol like tumblr fell in love with Supercat. so the amount of gift sets i've seen where i know it's, like, all the parallels out of I space love and stuff like that <laughs> i'm like i get it i'm here for it like yeah but also we there's just something <laughs> another ship you love more tell me about it well i'm sorry okay sophie some of us prefer the trash can versus your nice ship that has like mutual like respect and no murder. Okay, just... I, I'm not judging. I just encourage you to tell me about it. Well, okay. So because I, I know was... you want to. Right. Okay, so I was reading. As I was saying, I was reading all the si- the like recaps of Supergirl, and one of the things that annoyed me the most was that all the recaps kept on being like Alex is Kara's sidekick, not a developed character, and like all that stuff. Like, Says who? Is, right. This is a quote by Carolyn Seed for her, I think, Human for a Day recap, and I was like, so mad. What's wrong with you? Right, like, Carol. Yeah, Caroline. Caroline. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. We'll fight you later, Caroline. But. What, what annoys me? I'm gonna call you Carol just to spite you. <laughs> I'm gonna get your name wrong. Kira. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I don't know. It, that annoyed me so much because when I think, sort of going back to how I think that if you are gonna argue that this is a romantic dramedy of a TV show, then you are arguing that your main ship is Kara Alex. Because there's no way you could say that this is a romantic dramedy i.e. you, like, believe really strongly in genre conventions, but you don't, but you think that, like, Jimmy Olsen is, like, the main love interest. Because, like, he got kidnapped Because once. that's how heteronormativity works. <laughs> Whatever, Cobble. <sighs> no, but it's just, like, I think that the, the relationship between Kara and Alex is so complex in interesting ways. In, like, in also the sense that all the anger... That and like the emotional honesty they have with each other, like the episode, the Thanksgiving episode in which Alex is angry about Kara, or the latest episode. I know, right? Um, you got a little more backstory right? of Kara growing up with Alex, and Alex being sort of like, "Oh yeah, she just followed me around right? like a puppy." I was like, "Oh no!" Yeah, and she was like, "I want like she was like, oh, what? I had a quote somewhere that was like, ugh, she." She was like, I was so angry with her at the beginning, yeah. but now, like, I need her back. I, and then she has that whole thing where she says, I either come back with my sister or I didn't come back at all. Oh, and by the way, I was so happy that they decided to send in Alex instead of Jimmy. Jimmy Olsen. My yeah. God, I was genuinely worried about that. Maybe win. Why not win? 
Okay, we don't honestly, talk about the wind. Right? But honestly, like, now that they have confronted the wind thing and, mm-hmm. like, left it, I think they're, like, moving forward well. Yeah, I think I read somewhere that wind's gonna get another love interest. I hope so. I just, I want, like... I don't, is, I don't, just don't care about when right. I, I don't want him to take up all the screen time that could... Go to Alex. Be invested know, with, yeah. <laughs> or Kat, or Carl, or Lucy. Honestly, I Lucy. wish... I wish they could, More like, Lucy. Right, they could kick, like... Not did not kick Wynn out of the gang. More like weasel him aside and give me more no, Lucy they can time. they can kick him. I'd be okay with it. <laughs> I just... What annoys me about the gang is that there are not enough ladies in the gang. Yeah. Like, come on. Give me... Give me, like, Kara's, like... Okay, so Cat Grant is like the top, and so Kara is her assistant. But there must be other assistants that Kara hangs out with every now and then. Like, well, we're gonna meet a new assistant next episode. Yes. Oh my god, I haven't been paying attention. What's, yeah. Oh god. So They're gonna excited. introduce a new character, and I think she's gonna be one of the antagonists. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I also just really want like more ladies. I always want more ladies, but I feel like this one, you know, 50% of the writer's room that's ladies, back me considering up Considering that they're considering themselves a right. feminist show, give me more ladies. Give exactly. me more Lucy. More, I definitely need more Lucy. I don't feel like why she's not, like, super important all the time, no. because she should be, because she's perfect. Also, why, do we, why do we have other projects to work on, Jenna DeWan Tatum? Right? <sighs> Come on! Pay attention to us first. The gays need you right now. <laughs> The lip sync battle you did was not enough. <laughs> we need more. <laughs> but that was Especially after the lip sync right? battle. Exactly. <laughs> We're like heroin addicts. All the lesbians fanning right. themselves. <laughs> Look, it's so great. I love that. So now we have to go back to my two main concerns with the Supergirl um, show, which is that one, they're trying to do a redemption arc for Maxwell Lord. And two, they're doing Nan as the main villain. Yeah. Maxwell Lord is not the redemption arc I was hoping for. Right? Well, okay, you know what really annoys me? Is that before, so during episode nine... Which um, which was? I I don't know, but it was some time ago. The Supergirl Radio, which is the podcast, they had a whole thing where they were talking about Nan would be the main villain. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, I don't think so. I have this in my notes. I was like, strongly disagree. I think this is a head fake. Maxwell Lord is the real villain. And now I'm super worried that they're giving him a redemption arc and like making Nan the villain. I don't... It it seemed that way in the last last episode with the alien parasite. I feel like... Because he, keep, he keeps helping out, and I'm like, no. Right? I just, feel like Maxwell Lord is the Killgrave of of the Supergirl. Yeah. And so if we give him a redemption arc, we're messing that up. I just want Alex to keep punching him in the face. Right? Like, can't we just have, like, several episodes? Yeah. Of, and then, like... I just have a super cut. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, you know what should happen? Like, every episode he hang, like, he helps out, Alex, like, punches him at least once. And then yeah. after, like, five episodes, he dies because he had an untreated concussion. <laughs> I want to hire you as a writer. <laughs> Supergirl. Thank you. I know. This is a great way to deal with this annoying you. character. But, like, I just... Yeah. No, I'm, I'm really upset about... I really didn't expect them to kill Astra. At least not this soon into the yeah. series. And, yeah. The one thing I saw, which was people being like, if there's going to be... If they're gonna dimension hop for the mm. Flash crossover then Astra could come back through that. Yeah. But I'm like, that's... Right in theory, but I mean, honestly, we all know that they killed her off because um, 
the actress and other projects to work on. And I feel like they like, needed to pay the actress more money so that she didn't work on any other projects. Like, I feel like the one thing that really annoys me is when, when TV shows are like, oh yeah, we couldn't help it. She had to leave. And mm. I'm like, no, you, you didn't try it, hard enough. Right? Like, here's, here's a fun fact. Also... Like, Astro could have just gone on, like, holiday into the no. Phantom Zone. She could have to die. Like, like, you could have just accidentally, like, sent her out there. Oh my gosh, I want an episode where she's like, <laughs> like, Peter O'Toole's character. Like, have a screw out, Kara. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, see, okay, why did they do yeah, that? I just wanted her to become the, you know, sort of weird new family member. Exactly. She's, like, she's a textbook Example of a character who deserves a redemption arc. Exactly. And she's also a textbook vodka aunt. Oh my god. Yeah. We could have had such a great time with And that. I really want, I wanted her and Kat to meet just right. so Kat could remark on her weird hair thingy. <laughs> or a weird hair thingy that like... They could have become drinking her. buddies. Right. Oh my god. Vodka aunt plus... All the things we could have had. <sighs> God. Okay, so anyway, so I'm going to infiltrate the writer's room, kill Maxwell Lord, bring back Astra. I'm telling you, I feel like, so, in the Supergirl movie, the 1984 classic, there's a whole, like, sequence where Kara goes to the Phantom Zone by accident and meets her weird, creepy uncle. Mm-hmm. Is he her uncle? or is he? He's the... her uncle, yeah, he is, I yeah. think so. So, she meets her weird, creepy uncle who was exiled there. After. Has a very interesting fashion sense. <laughs> very interesting. But very like, fabulous. All he does is like squirt like water I, and like alcohol into his mouth with a squirty bottle. I don't know. It's just and then what were you thinking? Right, <laughs> like that whole sequence is weird. But anyway, I just think that you and I should write like an Astra AU where that's what happened to us. <laughs> so I know you took notes on the Supergirl movie, and I want to hear some of your notes. What are you? What are, what are, what are your favorite things about the Supergirl movie, the nineteen eighty four classic? I don't know why I keep on repeating that, but I feel like people need to know it's you- from nineteen eighty four. First of all, I love the sort of psychedelic oh my God, Barbarella yes. vibes. And then my favorite fact of trivia is that they actually considered Jane Fonda, who was, um, you know, the Barbara lead in Darabella, was considered for the character of Selena, who was then played by uh, Faye Dunaway, but oh that would have been so amazing. Oh my god, that would have been so good. Even though Faye Dunaway did a great job right, at yeah. acting no, really, really yeah. badly. <laughs> god, it's so good. Yeah. And so, I mean, all the special effects are just... I feel like this movie is sort of like a, like a good wine, it just... Has to age to oh, be appreciated. I totally agree. Like, I just don't <laughs> think enough people know about this movie, you know? Yeah. Like, and I feel like at least someone in, like, the writing room must have known about it. Because as we pointed out, so the principal yeah. in the Supergirl movie is called Danvers. And then we have Cara Danvers. Mm-hmm. And then we and have... And then Linda Lee. Yeah, and uh, Her mother is called, called Linda. Linda. And um, she's also Helen Slater. Exactly. And we have, we have Lucy being <laughs> Lucy. Um, we don't have a weird uncle. Lucy being her gay self. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's... Seriously, guys, you, you have to watch the 1984 movie. <laughs> like, like, live blog it or something. Like, send us comments. We want to know. Amazing. I also love their, their, their vision of Krypton. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Their vision of Krypton is, like, so weird. You, you, but, have, you have to watch it to, <laughs> to believe it. Also, Kara is, like, a simpleton in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's an actual Like, she doesn't, she doesn't get six-dimensional right. geometry. So What's easy. wrong with him, Kara? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel like... And also, the transition into her Supergirl costume. Oh, 
She just like walks do behind a tree and she's got her costume on. Yeah. That's super, so good. super yeah. techy. Also, you have the whole thing of her stroking the image of Superman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was just super great. And, oh, my God. The, the principal, when he, when he like, walks and, like, brings her to Lucy, and he's like, she's an orphan, so be nice yeah. to her. I love that. It's so weird. And no, he, he actually wasn't. He, he didn't say be nice to her. He was like, be don't let him play on your sympathies. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like that there is just so many like great throwaway lines, and just, and, and, the, and the love interest. It's just his, oh his only job is to be unconscious. Yeah, no, seriously. Oh, and then also the supercut of the flying scenes. We need someone oh, yeah. to do that yeah. for us because they're just like this movie could be summed up by flying yeah. scenes. We we uh, we actually watched it together yesterday, last yeah. night, and. It's so good. It's so much fun. It's a classic. Like, you just, you can't do without it. Yeah. So, I feel like, but you know what I was thinking? I feel like the Supergirl movie, in its weird, psychedelic craziness that is, like, super strange, still has the same sense of humor that the show has. I was about to say, I think it still managed to capture the sort of spirit of the show. And I actually also think that Helen Slater's Kara. It actually kind of, I mean, she didn't have the same depth to and her charisma. as... I think yeah. Melissa Benoist is so much, yeah, more deep, but also sort of has more of a body to it. Yeah. But I think that, I, I agree, and I also think that... I think it's a puppy, puppy eyes. Yeah, oh, yeah. definitely. And also, I think what I love about it is the whole... So in the Supergirl movie, the two villains are two amateur witches who are surprised every time the spell works. And They're my favorite. It's so good because, like, no one's evil. Like, yeah, the Faye Dunaway character like Faye Dunaway wants to is rule like, the world, but like, just because, right? like, like in the beginning, they have this whole conversation about like Bianca, her, her, her was it her sister? I yeah, Bianca's her yeah. sister. She's yeah. like, so I think we should, we could found our own coven, but it's a lot of paperwork. And they're like, oh no, it's too. Okay. But, like, we get $5 per sign up. So it's like, it's just like they're like amazing scam artists who get, like, a ton of power in a very, like, short And they literally live in a ghost train. No, they live in a haunted house. It's so good. So good. And then there's, like, this whole sequence where bumper cars are attacking the love interest. Like, we're not making this Knocking him unconscious again. Yeah, right. It's okay. But, like, we're honestly not making this up. And then there's so... Their version of a car chase scene. Yeah. Oh, God. Was it an excavator or what's it called? I, I don't even know. Like, I, I, I only know the German word. Bugger. Bugger. Okay, so <laughs> all you German speakers out there, we said it for you. It's Wait, like, I'm, a, I'm going to like a giant that. diggy thing. Wait, we're going to look up the word. Ex- God, I'm so good. What is it? A digger. Or, a digger. An, or an excavator. An excavator, there yeah, you go. Right. Okay, so... Yes, yeah, so he literally gets chased by an excavator at one point. But for like, it's like a solid 10 minute sequence, wouldn't you say? Yeah, and it's yeah. it's a sort of perspective shot from oh. the excavator. <laughs> the excavator. Gets and then Lucy him. rushes in to save the day. Yeah. And then she's, she, she gets knocked unconscious as well. And then Kara saves them, saying something about Kara. Yeah. And the, and the entire, like, romantic subplot of the movie is based on the dude being cast, uh, he's under the love spell, um, yeah. cast by Selena, and... So, really, yeah. yeah, no, no, it's just, it's so good, 
And like because it's so bad. Yeah, exactly. In a good way. It's like two out of ten would watch again. Yeah, that's Mika's yeah. favorite phrase, and I always feel like it. But the other thing that I think it has is that like so there's this Mary Sue article called "Idealized Superheroes: War on Cynicism," C- cynicism, which is all about how mm-hmm. the Supergirl is pushing back against all the grim, dark series. And I love this article because it sort of talks about how like there is a tension in the in the TV show between sort of the, um, like, emotionally strong um, storytelling, but also, like, you... you So there's, like, this really emotional element of everyone's character, but then it's also so, like, quote-unquote simplistic in its comic book-ness. And so yeah, the it's, idea... It's very procedurally. Right? On the one hand, I mean... Sometimes I'm bothered by it because I feel like, especially with uh, Bizarro and yeah. the one episode, I feel like they could have, you know, added more layers to that storyline. But then I'm like, okay, they expected to only have a 13 episode run, and and they also, I, hope- I don't think they expected to be renewed. Like, I exactly, don't, yeah. I don't understand why you would start a show on a 13 episode run for the first season if it starts in October. Like, yeah. I just don't get that. Well, but, they're on CBS, right. so you never know. We hate CBS. Hey, CBS. But, um, no, I don't know. I was just thinking about that. Like, I think one of the, the, like, weaknesses of the show is also that, like, the writers don't have enough faith in our intelligence. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like the, every now and then they need to, like, remind us of things. Yeah. And I also think that you could play a pretty badass drinking game where every time Superman is mentioned, you'd have to drink. Like, yeah. you'd... You'd, you'd get pretty drunk. Actually, I don't care about Superman that much, but I do want them to introduce Lois Lane. Right. Oh, that's that whole thing that's like... I actually... Like, there was this whole thing on Tumblr that was like, excluding Lois Lane is not cool. And I was like, I don't think it's as bad as people are, like, making it out no. to be. Like, you just you just have, like, one character that you name drop as being dumb. Like, no. we, I do that all the time. <laughs> but, like, I mean, like, other shows do that, too. I mean, Jessica Jones name dropped, like, the Hulk being dumb and, like, stuff like mm-hmm. that, you know? I saw a lot of people complaining about, you know, how they're dragging Louis Lane's character. I'm like... I do. That's why I want them want her on the show, right. just to sh- because I'm convinced that Cat and her are actually exactly. secret drinking buddies yeah, or something. Exactly. No, but that's the thing. Like the show, you could argue. I don't think I don't think you get very far with this, but you could argue that the show isn't dragging her. Cat Grant is, and it's a sort of way yeah. to like explore her character more. But um, and it actually makes sense for Cat to be dragging her because right. if you look at their history <laughs> in the comics as well, I mean they hate each other. <laughs> Actually, I was going to ask you this. I know that Kent Grab exists in the adventures of Lois Lane and Clark mm, Kent. I think she was on uh, Smallville. Was she? Yeah. Let's Google As well. This. I mean, she only... I think she was on there on the last season. Oh, that might make sense. Um, she's just such a good character. Yeah. This is saying... Yeah, so she was in... You're right. She was in Smallville in 2011. So... Mm. Um, and then she was also, she's also like in Young Justice and stuff. So in some of the, yeah. And but my favorite thing is that in Lois and Clark, The Adventures of New Superman, which is what I was trying to name earlier, she's a sex addict. It's yeah, so it's, good. She's like I saw screen caps up there. Right? <laughs> I sent you that. Oh my god, I have to like that's be in the episode notes. It's an important caveat about Cat Grant's character. So okay, so we've done the movie and we've done the. Um, 
TV show. Now, onto the comics. What do you think of the comics? Um, so, I, like I, I said, I haven't read, read that many, I have to admit. Um, but even so, the, like, 2005 ones. Yeah, so one thing that's, you know, kind of took some getting used to was that she's, like, 15 in I the know, comics. Yeah. So, mm, and... I don't know. I don't have a lot of, you know, I think, basic yeah, knowledge. I, mean, I had trouble following just because there was a lot of name dropping. And I mean, they draw from a huge repertoire of characters that yeah. I'm not that familiar with. The 2005, because we read an intro, like we read the first volume of the 2005 comics. Mm. And that, I think, is... Um, they were trying to establish her as well as possible by including her in a number of different like issues. So essentially, she was like... She was essentially traveling between, like, writers, and so that's why it also seems a little bit inconsistent and weird, because they were trying to, like, cement her into the universe by having her interact with as many different characters. I think if we continue reading the series, she'll become a little bit stronger on her own, but honestly, like, I think comics or especially DC comics with ladies really stalled like between like 2001 and 2010 because it's like the comic industry started like understanding what like feminism even meant and that women were like not like these like plastic figurines that they owned yeah. like they started getting that in the late 2000s so i think that yeah. so until... the style of the 2005 comic right. took some getting used yeah. to yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean i mean she's like meant to be 15 and then it's like, like so gross boobs. like right it's all boobs all boobs but i think that what i think is really interesting about her is that they still she's also like she has that anger that our Kara has cool. The 2015 Kara. I mean, yeah, that was one of the main story arcs on the comics. Was exactly. The, the splitting the of splitting the personality. Of it, yeah. Which, by the way, is very Legend of the Seeker. It's mm-hmm. all I could think about, you know, when um, Kaylin... Like, there's that episode where Kaylin heart and head get, like, separated and she's I don't two remember different people. That. Oh, my God. Dude, it's been years since I watched Legend of the Seeker. Legend of the Seeker was, like, my first big fandom. So I think I can, like... I just, like... Oh, you mean besides Supernatural? <laughs> Wow! Yep. Now you're dragging Putting me. it out there. Okay, just to clarify, <laughs> some of us grew up in an environment where we didn't know that Femsage existed, right. so... Well, God, since anyway. you're talking to a fossil right. of Femslash, you grew up with Sailor Moon. It's a compliment. It's a compliment! <laughs> it's so much better than being what I was, which was like a piece of trash, like floating around until I found <laughs> That's see it's your worse. words, not right? mine. <laughs> you can quote me on that. Okay. I am comfortable with that because I went from supernatural to Sherlock. So I wow. was, yeah, I know. Wow. Like I had a depraved childhood. Well, and when I from that point of view, I really am a fossil because right? I went like through all the cliche fandoms as we you. See, I'm telling you, it's a good thing to be a spec slash okay. fossil. I, a known fam slash boss. I'm proud. Right? <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I would actually, like I was thinking about this and I decided I wouldn't recommend the comics. Like I think if you, if you're interested in like the legacy and I mean, I've always liked Supergirl mm-hmm. and so that's why I have the comics. And they were also different, different sort of Supergirls. Like it's, it's not yeah. always Kara, it's 
different characters as well. Yeah, exactly. You have some other people, and then you also have, like, whether or not she was, like, what groups she was part of and stuff. Like, there are, there are like, a bunch of different, yeah. like, she was part of the, whatever group Superboy is in. There are so many different DC yeah. teenager groups. Like, I can't keep up. But I am very excited about the new adaptation. Oh, yeah. So, so that's what I have downloaded. I'm excited to see where they're going with it. You should, you should... You should get my Comicsology account and download it on your computer so you can read it okay. while you're on the train or bus, wherever you, whatever means wherever of transport you're using. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's it's really good. Yeah. Um, also, the possibility of Cat Grant right. in comic form. <laughs> I'm just. What? I'm not only into this because of Christopher Lockhart. You'd be wish. ridiculous. I know you. You're here because you like the ladies. They are so good. No. It's like the one thing I just keep on like getting happy about. It's like how good all the ladies are. Also, have I mentioned that one of my favorite things about calling the ship Supercat is that Kara actually has a Supercat in, in the new one of the comics. yeah, and it's called Streaky. And I really want them to introduce Streaky to the show. I want oh my god! Okay, now all you have to think about is Ka- um, like Kara adopting a cat. And like, so I mean, me and Kyle were talking about how I was writing a fic where um, Kara adopts a puppy, and it's yeah. like Kara Alex fic puppy Danvers. Now, right now we have to have a cat, cat. Danvers in, in the like in a super cat. Yeah. Setting. In that, and cat would be like, I hate the cat, but right. she loves the cat. Exactly, like. <laughs> Oh my god, now just imagine that. That would be so good. Just just take a moment to imagine, <laughs> then moving on. What would what would the cat look like though? Would it be like a white cat? Would no, it it's be... I mean it's called Shrieky, so I imagine it'd be sort of like Well I'm saying like your super cat cat. My super cat. I feel like it's ginger. I was gonna say, I feel like a tabby yeah, would be nice. Yeah. Though I also think a really fat white cat might be it. Like a tubs. <laughs> give give cat grunt the tubs she deserves. Just like a grumpy cat. Right? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Just imagine cat grunt has like oh my god, so they get tubs and then and then I want like, her on her on her chair behind her desk. Just petting her right. fat cat. Her super fat white cat and just like Constantly complaining about all the white hair she has all Just over dramatically her. turning around. <laughs> Kira, where's my lip roller? I have cat hair on my blouse. Oh no, oh my god, that would be so good. Okay. I think we should we should get some. Reinforcing to write that my argument that you should be a writer. <laughs> for Supergirl. Yes. CBS, are you listening? Um, I shouldn't have shit-talked the executive producer for Supergirl at the beginning of this episode. But but really what else do you hope to see on the show in the future? What, oh, what do I hope to see? Oh, that's so good. I think the show is giving, like, except for that one episode. What was the episode I didn't like? It, wasn't the, it was not the Bizarro one, I think. You didn't like it? No, I think I... No, it was the one before where... No, it was Bizarro, where Jimmy Olsen is, like, kidnapped. Yeah, that's and, like, Bizarro. Right? That was just... Like, I like the bizarro elements, but I was really bored by the sort of tropey using Jimmy Olsen. And yeah, all and also stuff. the whole stuff with Adam. Right? It was just, like, boring. So I think what I hope to see in the show is that it sort of moves away from its, like, looking for love interests and that kind of, like, They just don't need it. Right? They just don't. They have so much more potential than just... Love interests. Focusing on Carol's love interests, yeah. But it's it's also, like, the show is so, like, rich that I really want them to, like, exploit that. I want them to, like, 
continue looking at Kara's anger and hurt. And I also really want them to do something about the Phantom Zone. Like, what is the Phantom exactly. Zone? What happens there? And also, I feel, I mean, on the one hand, I'm excited for, you know, more characters from the DC verse, but I feel like right now they're doing a lot of name dropping and yeah. just each episode a new character and they should focus more on what they have. Yeah. I agree. And I think that with Maxwell Lord, I think my sort of like dream is that he gets to be the main villain of the show because I want him like is I that think, Karos Lex Luthor. Yeah, exactly. Like that's what I want. I want him to be this like Kilgrave esque awful character yeah. that you can hate without any like yeah. Like that's the thing. I feel like they. I was really worried that they're gonna make him a love interest for for Alex for oh a God, second same. because in the first kind of couple of episodes it really seemed like that. That was that was terrifying. I was so worried about yeah. that too. Like. <clears throat> <sighs> Alex deserves better. So another thing I really want, because, you know, they, they cast Laura Vanderford, who played Supergirl in Smallville. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, They yeah. cast her as Indigo. Oh, yeah. And I really, really hope that they're going to get all three Supergirl actresses in one scene. Oh, my God, that'd be so good. Yeah, see, what I want, like, so The Flash is, like, the show that Supergirl gets compared to the most, which you haven't seen, right? I haven't watched The Flash. Yeah, you haven't watched The Flash. Well, so in The Flash, you have, in the same way that an Arrow... You have, like, a gang that's all, like, working with the Arrow. That's what I want Supergirl to have. I want her to, like, get a gang of ladies yeah. to work with her. Like, I mean, okay. she has the super squad now, but right? it's just Jimmy and Wynn. <laughs> Not enough Lucy. Like, I'm just, like, I kind of want, like, Livewire to, like... Like, wouldn't it be super cool if she could have, like, Livewire working at her side? Or I just want Livewire like to come back, basically. Right? She was... Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I was just thinking about, like, how... How I don't want her working in isolation, and and like in the Flash, he's getting a bunch of like. I mean, well, they should have added Astra to the Super right. Squad. Just saying. <laughs> yep, we're just saying. I'm not, not bitter, bitter or anything. <laughs> no, but I just I don't know. I just want her to have like a gang, a yeah. like cool group of people that she can hang out with that are all that pretty don't cute. mention the friend zone every right. other episode oh my, god. oh my god also that don't mention being in love with her like yeah i would just i'm so annoyed when jimmy every time jimmy gives her sort of his puppy eyes i'm like right you have a girlfriend dude right i'm like shut up go away this is this is why i think like my friend rue really ships kara and jimmy and like i haven't been able to talk to her about supergirl because every time i, I have the chance like, to talk sense into her <laughs> well, every time i like talk to her about it She's like, oh yeah, Jimmy was really good to that app, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just get like so mad, and I just don't think it's fair to her that I like ship shame her because like I'm the one who ships the incest, so I'm like, I just kind of talk to her about that. Incest, <laughs> all incest, right? Okay, look, I'm okay with it, also because. <laughs> there is so much super rich backstory that I can reach back to. But I, can I just say, I mean, I keep making fun of you, but I actually don't think that shipping Alex and Kara's... No, I don't think so. I mean, either. it's not like they're related. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, like, it's... But I mean, I don't know how to say this, but honestly, even if they were related, I would have no <laughs> qualms. Yeah. Like, Whatever. I just feel like they're, like, their dynamic is so, I don't know, rich, that yeah, I have no, no problem I, I totally exploiting it. it. For, like, affection, because here's the thing, we don't get a lot of, like... I mean, yeah. in this show, we have... Just because I'm here for the middle-aged women. Yeah, no. I mean, you have to be... <laughs> I'm here for the sisters. 
Yeah, but I mean, the joke is that I've always had a weakness for the incest, so I'm not that, like, I'm not that ashamed. Like, I think I should be more ashamed, but I'm just not, like, I'm cool with it. It's okay. Well, that ends the Supergirl part of our show. Now we have to come up with recommendations, and I forgot to warn you, I forgot to remind you. How dare you? So you have Putting me on a spot like this. You gotta come up with a recommendation for something, Carlo. Um. Um. <laughs> okay, do you want me to go first and then you go come first? Up with okay, so I have two recommendations. One is the trilogy of books called When Women Were Warriors okay. by Catherine M. Wilson. It's, um. It's so good. It's like, I, I refer to it as the lesbian Lord of the Rings, and I have no problem with continuing to do that. Not because it's any plot the plot is any way similar to Lord of the Rings but rather because I think it's the like fantasy series every lesbian writer who wants to write a lesbian fantasy series should read because the way it incorporates like lesbianism but also like women who love women and men and like just the way the world building works to like put women at the forefront specifically women who love women I just love it I think it's done so well and I never feel like Sometimes when I read books where women love, who love women are sort of put at the forefront, it can feel forced. It can feel like the author is trying to adapt like a society, like a warrior based society, but be like, but it's for women. And that often doesn't work because if you make a warrior based society that you've only read about with men and like, like interacted with in canon with men, then how is it going to look when women do it? Well, if you don't think about that then it can look weird. Whereas in this one, my favorite scene, this is super important, is in the third book, like, two character A, or so protag and antagonist have both, like, come to a giant battlefield, and um, both of them have armies, and then protag, like, walks up to antagonist and is like, okay, instead of fighting this out in a war, we should have a debate. And antagonist is like, Okay, and then they sit down and have a debate, like, in the middle of a battlefield. Like, they get, like, 15 people to come referee them, and then they have a debate. Like, it's so fucking great, and I love that. I was just like, this is, like, genuinely what would happen if, like, women were warriors. <laughs> yeah, they would fight, but, like, also, they'd have debates. That actually were sounds amazing. Right? So, um... It's also really gay and so wonderful, and the love story is adorable, and it destroyed me. And there's fan art. So, I mean, like, what else am I, how else am I meant to sell it? So, that's my first recommendation, and my second recommendation is linked to the fact that we are talking about Supergirl, and it's a Cara Alex fanfic entitled, um, ah, oh, damn it, A Lie Less Ordinary by Beagles with Bow Ties. It's um, fake married, uh, not fake married, fake dating Kara Alex fic that's like canon compliant and I love it. It's so good and so cute and like it just makes me all fluffy. Um, so those are my recommendations. Wow. You went into this way better prepared than I did. <laughs> I'm warning you about this. You can okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. Uh, okay, since we already established that I'm trash for Callisto Flockout, how yeah. about you guys watch, um, there's a movie called... Things you can tell just by looking at her. And Callista plays an actual actual lesbian. An actual lesbian? Yeah. Why didn't you tell me about this before? This is a great recommendation. Yeah. Okay, so you should you guys should watch that movie. It's what, really, it's, what's it again? Say it again. Uh, it's Things You Can Tell Just By Looking At Her. Things You Can Tell Just By Looking At Her. Okay. It's sort of an episodic movie. It also has Glenn Close. Oh. And... 
Yeah, the sequence with Callisto Flockhart and her girlfriend is really, really heartbreaking. Oh my god! It's really... Okay, yeah. I'm excited. Okay, and then I want to also recommend a fic that I read yesterday. And I have to look, at, look up. Is it the one you sent me? Yeah, the one I sent you. I have it right here. Okay, so it's called We Won't Die Secret Death. Death? <laughs> Death. Death Anymore by Victorium. And um, it's related to the episode... Uh, takes place right after the episode where Kara gets, you know, the whole alien parasite and thingy. And Astra Yeah, and it deals with Astra's death. Oh my god. I'm, like, genuinely so excited to read this. Yeah. Just the right, right amount of angst. I'm also, but I, I just feel like the one edit I have to make to your, your statement is that this is a teen and uprated thing, so... <laughs> I always so, I always judge people when they recommend me things that aren't explicit because I'm like, <laughs> why did you recommend me? Well, something? there's no smut. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's okay. I know. I just wanted our listeners to know that I personally fair warning. <laughs> there's no porn. <laughs> Powell makes it sound like that's a bad thing. <laughs> a good thing. You make it sound, like it's, it sound like it's a bad thing. It is a bad thing. Sure. <laughs> Um, okay, thank you so much for listening. Thank you and, for having me. And thank you for being here, Carol. And um, that was Galhalla Podcast featuring Carol. You can find her on Tumblr as samsgroves.tumblr.com or on Twitter as Pileen Hedgehog. By the way, one second, back to Carol. What, what is that a reference to? It's in reference to Angel. Oh, damn it. Yeah. I can't believe I missed those. Okay, um, the music is done by Ting. Find her music at Synergy Tones on YouTube and SoundCloud. The icon is done by Jordan. Find her at atomicoctopuses.squarespace.com. The header on Twitter is done by Rue. Find her shop on society6scoobyroo.com. And this was your host, Elizabeth Fillmore. And my uh, episodes are, as always, produced and edited by Madeline Mees. See you soon. Bye.